Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real on reality TV. How's your week been going, Sam? Long. (laughs) It's very long. It should have been Friday three days ago, but I'm very excited for this concert we have, country concert we have coming up on Sunday. Even though, you know, here's the thing. I don't like country music very much, but I do like drinking, and I feel like that's a main event at country concerts. It's the only event at country concerts, especially new country concerts, because the music's is so you have to drink a lot to get through it, but no, I'm excited. I have an outfit picked out. So. Me too. Did you get yours from Amazon? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did too. It's acceptable. Did you, did you like yours? I definitely ordered the wrong size, but if mm-hmm. I tuck it in, it will be fine. Everyone, Amazon has surprisingly, like, great outfits. Amazon is on their game. It's just you have to be careful about what you get because there are some things that are just total misses. You have to read the reviews. Yes. Or you have to get a recommendation. Yeah, you do. But I have work on Monday, so. I do not. I keep on forgetting, too, and I'm just convinced I'm going to show up to the office and people are going to be like, what are you doing here? So I'm hoping that doesn't happen because I'd really like to not show up to the office. Well, I got these cheers vitamin pill type things, and you're supposed to take, like, two or three of them before you go to sleep after a night of drinking or day of drinking in this case, and you're supposed to wake up, quote from them, 50% less hungover than you would have. So, going to try them out, and if I like them, I'm going to buy them. <laughs> They're, like, $30 or something like that, but you get a pretty big bottle, so... I'll also, keep everyone updated on that. This is not sponsored. Also, we're just really talking about things. <laughs> it this is, is not definitely a, not sponsored. This is not a Amazon sponsor <laughs> or a cheers sponsor. Or a cheer sponsor. But, just two people who like drinking and shopping. Yeah, but if only, <laughs> if only. But you know, what? I wonder if any of the housewives or people on reality TV who heavily drink use that, or if they're just using. The I- they're getting an actual IV. There's no way that they're putting all their eggs in, like, these magic pills basket. Unless next Thursday I will report back, and if I feel magical, then they're using those. But I wonder how much those IV things cost. I've looked them up. It depends. So there's none in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But Not surprising. I forgot where I was looking it up. Somewhere. It's, like, two to three hundred dollars for an IV bag which is a lot but if you're like on the move and constantly going it might be worth it or if you're doing like a weekend type concert like stagecoach or Coachella it would totally make sense to get one that's wild though for one bag 200 to 300 dollars that's it would have to be a marathon event that I'm getting this IV bag for. Like midday, th- midway through the event, just yeah. like IV me up. Not but a casual night of drinking. No. No, no, no. It would have to, maybe my birthday party in Vegas, we can all get IV bags. Yes, let's do it. All right. It's already set. Your 30th birthday in Vegas. And what more, like, what more of a perfect place than to get one than I know. in Vegas? Except it's not for two years, so... So we have two years to wait. We'll report back in two years. In two years, we'll let you know those IV bags were. Hopefully by then we, there's something else. Something better. Yeah. Something cheaper. <sighs> well, I guess it's time to dive into reality shows. Let's do it. Um, 90 Day Fiance. What were your thoughts on last week's episode? So the big thing that stood out to me was Avery 
and what's his face? I can Omar. never Omar. I can never remember his name. So Avery and Omar. That's because he doesn't talk. It's so true. <laughs> so their ceremony. I I kind of felt bad for her, and I felt the almost felt a little bit more of a connection between them. But I felt bad for her because of her mom, with all of her little side comments. I get it. You don't agree. But it's not about you, and it's also not your religion, so you don't have to agree. Yeah. No, I, yeah. She didn't understand, one, that this was the religion that Avery was choosing to be in, and that's the religion Omar was in, and she was in a mosque, and she should be respectful. And I know I had a religious ceremony. I had a Catholic ceremony when I got married, and a lot of my friends aren't Catholic, so probably some of the stuff that we were doing was like, what is that? You're drinking the blood of who? So I I get it. And like she definitely, one, should not have been talking during a religious ceremony. And two, not put up such a fight when the whole like one man equals two women thing. Yes, in America, if someone said that, that would be fucked up. But it's not your religion and you shouldn't be throwing such a fit at your daughter's wedding. No, and it's not, it's not... You're the country that you live in. You're not a citizen of that country. Not to mention, it would be one thing if this was, like, a religion based on... Well, I guess all religion is sort of based on personal beliefs. But it would be one thing if it was the personal Scientology. Beliefs. Yeah, if it was Scientology. Something so outlandish. But this is an established religion. And whether you agree with it or not, you have to be respectful. Yeah. And if you want to support your daughter, clearly you do. Because you were upset when they almost couldn't get married. You should be supporting them fully and not one foot in, one foot out type of support. So It was a half-ass support. Yeah. She needed to have a full-ass support. <laughs> um, Tom and Darcy. So, I don't know if it was gaslighting, but it was almost like gaslighting because he was basically saying, you fucked up. We went to Albania. If we were in the Grand Canary Islands, I would have proposed to you and I was looking at rings and I was doing all this, but now that we came here... That's never going to happen. Like, excuse me? Why is Darcy so weak as, like, in her own self that she couldn't stand up and say, fuck you? And it's so interesting to me because just from knowing her backstory, she has this successful business. Yeah. She's not a, you know, a nobody. So obviously she has some sort of grit and power and determination. But she lets him say things to her that is just. If you are truly in love with someone, you don't say that shit. I feel like it was almost a way to get out of having to propose. Yeah. Like, we we could have gone here and been engaged, but because we came here, it's just off the table now. And it makes no sense. So, on, I think it was Instagram, she, Darcy just celebrated her birthday, so I'm assuming, you know, Stacey was also there celebrating her birthday, but... Tom wasn't there, so I don't think they're together anymore. And I think she was so upset during that thing that they're not together. But another thing that I read was Darcy and Stacey kind of chose to go to Albania with TLC in hopes to get a spinoff from 90 Day, like Chantel did with her family. So I could see them trying to do that. I don't think they have the viewer support at all to get a spinoff show. No, I don't think there's enough there to make a spinoff. Especially, you're dating somebody who's foreign, so how is that going to work with filming? I don't know. I don't see the production value there. 
if Stacey wants to get on a show, just go on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, she could. <laughs> you were already dating a man in a different country that you're going to marry who has to come here on a K-1, so. They both should have went on it, and then that would be a new thing because you're having siblings on the show versus yeah. just random strangers. Yeah. That would have been good. Side note on this show. On Hulu, apparently, there's a picture of a couple for the season of before the 90 Days, but they're not actually on the show. And I should should have probably actually read the article, <laughs> but there's some sort of backstory with these two people, and they were supposed to be on the season, but for whatever reason, they got cut from the entire season. You think they were lying? Or, like, do you, but I then there's know. other people, people like Caesar and Maria or whatever, that are totally lying about their relationship that slipped through the cracks, so I don't think TLC would write them off for lying. No, not to mention, Maria and Caesar's storyline is boring you to death. Yeah, I... Fast forward. It's, it's uninteresting. It's not relevant. You have a 90 day fiance that doesn't exist. Yeah. So do you really have a 90 day fiance? Yeah. No, you don't. Rebecca and Ziad. So nothing really happened with them this episode besides her just saying like you don't have a job. But I read online that she's been married. So she says this in the show. She's been married three times. One of her ex-husbands, she has a few kids with him. Or something along those lines, but she owed over $5,000 in back child support, and then he, like, took her to court again to pay for his legal fees, and she had to pay a certain amount each month for child support and alimony, and then she was also evicted from her apartment. So I don't know how this woman who is in and out of court constantly with ex-husbands and all of this stuff and being evicted can sponsor another person coming to America. But I wonder if part of her financial issues have to do with this ex-husband that she keeps speaking about who she was, he was from another country and she brought that him over and supported him. That guy's from Morocco, but I think this is like husband, yeah, pre, husband number two, maybe. Because there's been three of them. Husband three was the Moroccan guy. And also, if I was the U.S. government, I would think it was a little weird. And she has to, when you sign do a K-1 visa and they get their green card, they're signing up to support that person for the next 10 years. So she's technically having to support this Moroccan man, I'm assuming, for 10 years if he's still living in America and on his green card. And that's kind of what it sounds like. So now she's going to sponsor him for 10 years and then have Zied come over and sponsor him, question mark? seems like a long 10 years is a long time i there are people in america who don't stay married for 10 years how do you know some man that you barely know from another country you're gonna stay with for 10 years yeah that's the risk that's not a commitment i would ever be willing to make and even if they get divorced you're still responsible for that person that's a no-go for me nope 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 it's not gonna work for me besides that nothing really exciting happened on that episode it was kind of like a filler it was you know what the the other funny thing was Angela and, again, I don't remember his Michael. name. Michael. When they go to see her, his mother, who seems like a very lovely I woman. I forgot that happened. Yes. She's like, you want me to let him go and have a baby with someone else? While I agree with her, I would definitely be like, hell no, that's never going to happen. That's also part of dating somebody from another country and another culture. Yeah. Those are the things that come into play. I, if it was me, 
and say Ted was from Nigeria. And that happened. And Ted's mom sat me down and was like, so if you can't get pregnant, you'll let him sleep with someone else and get her pregnant. And then you raise the baby. I would probably (laughs) smile and nod and just say, no, we can, there's other things we can do when we get to the U S and not throw a fit in front of like my future (laughs) mother-in-law because that can only go badly. And she threw a fit. So, but you know what? She is the fit queen. Oh, she is. She's she, still prepared over anything. TV drama is in her blood. So. Yes, she was made for the show. I could have seen her on, like, Dance Moms or something. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, she would go head-to-head with Abby. <laughs> with Abby Lee Miller. Oh, my gosh. I would pay to see that. She needs to have another kid. Like, <laughs> now? Right now. <laughs> right now. Get them into Dance Moms, like, pre-walking baby in Dance Moms. Like, she would. It would be great. <laughs> but also... There are other options other than letting him have a baby with another woman. How about adoption? Adoption, IVF. But I think it's Michael needs to have his own son Mm. or daughter, so adoption wouldn't be an answer. But IVF, but they probably don't have IVF in his small area in Nigeria, so. No, because she, you could tell she didn't even understand when they were saying her daughter was going to carry for them. She thought she was, Michael was going to sleep with her. I know. Oh, Poor Michael's mom. I don't know her name. Me neither. She was she was adorable. She was adorable. I was loving her energy. <laughs> she gave no fucks. She gave no fucks. I and I don't even understand how her and Angela would get along because they don't seem like two people who would vibe. But it's it's a language barrier. She exactly. doesn't know what she, she doesn't, doesn't know, know any better. Yeah. She doesn't know what Angela's saying, so she just smiles and nods. That's so true. It's a good thing they don't speak the same language. <laughs> Um, but on 90, I, there's nothing else on 90 Day Fiance, right? No, it was a pretty dull week. What was the other couple? What's his face? Bikini. Bikini and... Ben. Ben. Nothing, nothing happened, happened with them. That he was, passed the test of... He got the approval. That was like, so uneventful. Uneventful. They're kind of boring because they're actually, like... Functional? Functional. <laughs> they're a stable couple, so... And then the Brazilian woman... Oh, yeah. Colombian. Colombian. I can't remember her name either. Tim and Jennifer? Jennifer. Yeah. It's Jennifer, yeah. Nothing happened there. Nothing happened there. We learned that he has erectile dysfunction, essentially. Mm. Because he was scared that he couldn't get it up. But that is all we learned about them. Literally, that was it. There is nothing. I don't... I don't see that couple lasting. I don't know. I think that... I don't think that they're not together. They're definitely not together. I think that he's not confident himself Mm-mm. I feel bad for him I think that he's afraid that he's not going to live up to the reputation of Latin American men and that's what's really hurting him he just needs to have a little faith in himself he needs some confidence he does I'm sorry whatever Tim Tim should go on X on the beach <laughs> yeah I don't think that would help his confidence at all I feel like it would maybe have the opposite effect yeah if we can get a crossover of like the MTV shows with TLC shows, it would be TV gold. Like, have Angela on X on the Beach and then bring Michael. I feel like they are such different aesthetics. <laughs> Angela just shows up, however, and everybody on X on the Beach shows up looking so extra in the best way. But have Rebecca on there. Yes. And bring all four men. Yes, that would be something. 
So we can just have the Instagram filter on Rebecca's face the whole time, and then she would fit right in. Honestly, MTV producers and editors can make it happen. Oh, yeah. They definitely can. MTV editing, especially on X on the Beach, is gold. Whoever that editor is, producer, they need a race. They do. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I have been on Twitter and Instagram nonstop following the Aubrey O'Day and Mark Jansen drama. So, on the episode, right, they, the whole weird threesome, like, thing is going on, and then Aubrey, let's go back to the sushi thing. So she's eating the sushi off of him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was last week's, or this week, or the week before, but then she kind of, remember how she kind of was talking about, like, oh, I'm falling for him, blah, blah, blah. So you go on her Instagram, and last week she put up a story about Mark's gross, the producers made me do it, I don't like him, and Mark Jansen is retweeting her Instagram stories, like recording them and retweeting them and saying, that's not what you said the next day. You were saying you love me. You said I had a big dick and all of this stuff. And then he puts up a thing. You know how on Instagram you can ask questions? Mm -hmm. Someone asked him a question like, do you have more receipts from you and Aubrey? And he sings, he's like has a song playing in the background and it's like, hell yeah. So they were definitely, like, in a relationship outside of X on the Beach, and something happened, and now she's trying to, like, go back and say the, it was all the editing, all the producing. They're making it look like it's more, but, like, they're not telling you what to say in those, like, single confessional scenes, so. No, they're not telling you what to say. They're asking targeted questions, yeah. but they're not telling you what to say. But what's interesting about this whole Mark Jansen, Aubrey O'Day thing is that there are rumors that he went on the show and he was still with his ex, I think her name is Elena, mm-hmm. who came on the show and they never really broke up. Yeah. And he came on the show for some sort of press. I don't know what I can see that press you would get being on Big Brother, but something along those lines because there was a picture on his Instagram, or maybe hers, a few weeks back of them looking very cozy. It was a group shot, but she was yeah. on his back, you know, like, buddy-buddy. Yeah. But you can tell, like, he has no... He does not want to be in a relationship with Aubrey, and she is pushing it. So now the fact that, like, she's coming out on Twitter and Instagram after tonight's episode, I'm going straight to Instagram Live, because this is where the shit goes down. Yes. And she is recording stuff about how he's gross and all of this stuff, but she's kind of leaving coffee... To the side, essentially, and that's supposed to be the person she loves, so... I feel bad for Coffee, because Coffee seems like the person who she really has a true connection with, and who has substance to her. I mean, look at her, she's gorgeous. She is beautiful. So, I feel... But she's playing it very cool. Too cool. Too cool, exactly. She's doing it like, she's not giving Aubrey the attention she wants, but Mark is just there, and like, is... Just more like he takes up more surface area because he's a larger man than coffee. So like, if they're both stand, like your eyes are drawn to him because he's so muscular, <laughs> so muscular. But it's almost like he's very he's very top heavy. I don't feel he's like so he has a lot heavy. of bottom part. Like he's I don't know. I think he skipped leg day a few days, a few times. Another interesting thing about Aubrey. So season first started out. She was talking through her exes, right? And she mentioned mentioned Trump Jr. Mm. was her ex and her soulmate 
I'm pretty sure she said. Something along those lines. If you go on her Twitter right now, it's all about, like, fuck this Republican, impeach Trump, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sorry, you are never getting back with that man if you loved him because you were, like, going way, 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 way against what (laughs) the agenda is right now for the Trump campaign. So she, if you look up everything, it's like, go Elizabeth Warren. Like, I, it took me a while to find the X on the beach stuff in her Twitter because it was so much political stuff. She doesn't really seem like the political machine. (laughs) No, it almost feels like with him and now with Mark Jansen, she gets into these relationships that she's probably invested in. Something goes wrong or doesn't go the way that she wants it Mm -hmm. to go. And so she just lashes out the complete opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I will show you the, I'll try to put it on our Instagram, like take screen grabs of the Mark Jansen Instagram because some of it's really funny, but him and Michi are like best friends. Really? Michi comments on all of his stuff on Instagram and like will retweet stuff. And then Mark and Cameron are not friends at all. Cam, Cam posted something about like wanting to fight Mark. And then I don't know who this person was. I didn't really get invested, but it was very funny. It was like, Cameron, you would have been, you were scared of Mark because he was so big on the show, but I see your Twitter fingers are real. (laughs) They all have Twitter fingers, but I don't blame him because Cameron has a lot of issues that Oh yeah, I'm so glad that people are calling him out on his shit. Like, he is the master manipulator, and I don't know if he doesn't see it or he doesn't care. I don't think he's self-aware. Hopefully watching this back would make, but reading his Twitter, he's still not self-aware, so... Somebody needs to tell him about himself. Even though people have. People have. Like, it's not like people are like, you're so great. Like, you're doing it. (laughs) You go, Cameron. Maybe his mother needs to tell him about himself. Yeah. Or his father. I don't know. But the funny thing is, is like, Devin is calling Cameron out on his shit. But from past things we've seen Devin in, he is also the same as Cameron to an extent, not the extreme of Cameron, but he does do some shady shit when it comes to women. Devin is a sly puppet master. Yeah. He's not as obvious in your face and his lies are, I don't think his lies are as bold or as crazy where he can't backtrack from them. Where it's like Cameron creates this huge web where he tells so many different stories to so many different people. And he has to keep them all straight. And he has to keep them all straight. And at some point, it starts to unfold. Because it's just not possible to keep up that system. No, it's not at all. I wish he went home. I wish he went home, too. I think the difference between Cameron and Devin is that Cameron doesn't have the self-awareness to make, I don't know, make up lies that are easy enough He's not intelligent enough. Yeah, exactly. He's not intelligent enough to make up the lies that will help him and that won't end up coming back to bite him in the ass. Where Devin is intelligent enough to know what to say and how much to say and who to say it to. Yeah. Cameron's just, like, trying to save face at every single moment. And it's like, well, if I say this here, then I'll be okay over here. But then I have to tell this person that. Where Devin's like, hmm. Devin, like, sits back, doesn't say anything, evaluates the situation... And then just comes in. He's strategic. He is very strategic. That's always how he's been, though. Even 
on his season of Are You the One? Yeah. And on just on the challenge in general, when he's been on that, he's very very strategic I feel like to about be things. on the challenge. You have to be strategic about things, or you're just gonna you're not gonna last long. Yeah. So he's taken it with him. I will say, I think that he's gotten better from what he was mm-hmm. however many years ago when he was originally on Are You the One. But this whole thing with Marie. I feel so bad for her. I feel, I felt very bad for Marie because even just the clips they're playing where Devin is saying these positive things to her, kissing her in front of everyone, everyone at the cut ceremony. And then it's complete opposite. Yeah. And I don't understand where the breakdown happened. Poor Shannon, though. Like, yeah, she doesn't, she, I've always been a Shannon supporter ever since she was on Are You the One? And, like, she's had her ups and downs, and we've all seen that if you have been an Are You the One person from the beginning. But, like, she doesn't know when to shut up. Like, she just keeps talking, and I don't know if it's, she doesn't know when to shut up and can't read social cues, or if she's just always drunk. Like, sometimes you look at her and you're like, ooh, Shannon, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning and you look wasted. <laughs> like, <laughs> the glossy eye look she has. I just feel bad for Shannon because she <coughs> always ends up in these situations that are not healthy for her. Yeah. They're not good. Devin's not going to be good for her. No. So. And she, I think it's because she is such a nice person. And I think she's very she's... genuine and she takes people at almost face value. And I think she sees, tries to see the best in everybody. Yeah. But it ends up hurting her. Yeah. No, I can see that. What do you think about Allie? Oh, that whole entire thing was bizarre. If First of all, it seems like a pretty serious sort of relationship if somebody's sending you 96 roses. Yeah. I'm sorry, but nobody's I've, ever sent me 96 roses. I'm married, and I've never received 96 roses. That's a legitimate. I, I was going to say at one time. I'm going to rephrase that to ever. So, <laughs> one, Ted knows I'm not a huge fan of roses, but I still, I'm at like two dozen roses maybe from him, so. I think that both her and her sister went on there to promote their art. I think so, but I think the produ- I think they presented it to the producers as like, we're a package deal, and we both have to be on the show in order to make it work, but I think... So it's on a game show, so we know it can be rigged. So I feel like, I feel like they actually voted Cameron out. But the producers were like, Allie adds nothing to the storyline, so we're going to kick her out. She doesn't. Like, she does, she's not, at, she just sits there. And it's going to, it's so helpful now that she's going to be off the show, because I'm going to know who's who. That's so true. <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't feel like either of them get a lot of airtime. Well, she... What's her sister's name? Lexi. Lexi was up until when her ex showed up and Mm -hmm. they just went off to like little nothing and sitting in the corner. But she was getting a lot of airtime when she was originally on it with Billy. I wonder if he really even was an ex now because they've gotten very cozy. Yeah, very cozy very quickly. And it could just be because of their history and somebody you have history with you, obviously, things can go back to the way they were very quickly. Yeah. But it just seemed, it seems strange that Allie obviously had a boyfriend back home. Yeah. She comes on the show, her ex comes on, they're cozy again. And, like, they still haven't brought Allie's exes on. So, like, they were never going to. Yeah. And there's 
been no drama between her and Max. Yeah. I heard a rumor um, about when their mom was always kind of like a stage mom type person and was always trying to present them as like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Like, they're twins. They're cute. They're blonde. Like, and always tried to get them. And especially, like, I think it's on this show that can be true because their mom was literally on the show. She was. To be fair, though, they do remind me a little bit of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah. They have a similar sort of look and vibe and aesthetic that I could see. They're actually very very talented artists, too. Did you see that? They are. Yeah, I've seen their, like, stuff on Instagram, and then I forgot the show that they were on. But they are, and they make a lot of money from it, so. Well, they made those two pieces for Scott Disick, the portrait of him and then the portrait of Penelope. Yeah. They are. Oh, Scott and Penelope. Did you see that fight? That fight. Okay. That fight with the Kardashians. I, on the one hand, could see what Corey was saying. If that were my child, I would. That's not what he said. Us, but that's not what that's he said. That's not that is what the problem. he said at all. He said, quote, I would whoop her ass if she scratched me. Excuse me? How old is Penelope? She is a child. You do not frame it up in that way at all, especially because you are an outsider when it comes to the Kardashians at this point. So, and also, you should never talk about beating a child to their parents or in general, and you should just frame it up as, if that was my child, I would have spanked her or something like that. But don't say, whoop her ass and stuff like that. I think it was just because he's saying he's saying it about somebody else's child, and, like, he's going to discipline someone else's child, and nobody should be in charge of disciplining anybody's child, but their parents but on the flip side I can see I think that in the black community it's more of a, an expression like you know boy yeah, I'm gonna I whoop think, your ass and yeah it's not an actual beat down it's just sort of like you're in trouble yeah and I think that's what he was trying to explain at one point but Scott was just so upset but I I'm not like a Corey fan like I don't really see it like if him and Chris are happy like whatever but it doesn't seem like he's making a concerted effort to get to know the family at all no and there's always been this distance between her family her kids and him and it's not like anybody else and you know any other significant others have seen don't seem to have this issue where they're not integrated into the family so I think it's something about him where they just don't jive yeah but it's probably time. because he's making these outlandish comments all the time, and we just don't see it. Yeah, and we're probably just getting a snippet of the way he speaks. But Chris Jenner is how old? Like, 60-something years old. She's going to live her life however she wants to live it, and yeah. if they want to be in her life, then it's. I think it's just that situation where they have to accept him yeah. for whatever it is. But what do you think of Courtney's parenting style? I don't know. I think parenting is such a hard thing to comment on because every child's different, every situation is different, and every child responds differently to consequences and how you discipline them. Yeah. I, I mean, just speaking from a psychology perspective, positive reinforcement is more effective yeah. than negative reinforcement. So 
I agree with her on that, but obviously no child should be scratching any nannies or no child should be going up to some kid because they're not getting their way and saying, you want to fight? Yeah, that's problematic. That is problematic. But I've also heard, like, like, I've just read things about, like, Courtney's kids and then Kim's kids about them just being so, like, not sheltered, but almost sheltered that they don't have those, like, normal social interactions with other kids at all times that other kids that aren't in the spotlight do have. But I heard, like, North is like that, and she doesn't know how to, like, interact with kids that aren't her cousins, essentially. I think it's hard, too, because not that they're all not involved parents, but they do probably spend a good amount of time with nannies. Yeah. So how much disciplining is a nanny doing? Yeah. I don't know that it's really their place, other than saying, you know, don't do that. But that's not really an effective thing. It's not, I don't think it's up to a nanny to be coming up with some sort of consequence no, for their action. not at all. It should be, like, the nanny talking to the parents about it and the parents doing something. But I think, like, Scott had a good point, And I feel like Scott's more level-headed when it comes to things than Courtney. When he was like, no, him saying that he's going to fight someone is not okay and he's not allowed to go over to his friend's house. Like, voice of reason, Scott Disick. Yes, especially because... I think that he sees where his life went and he doesn't want the same thing for his children. So it makes sense that he has more of an opinion. I don't want to say more of an opinion, but he wants to be stricter with his kids because he doesn't want them going down the same path. I don't think Courtney, I mean, I don't feel like Courtney did anything that was outrageous more than a regular 20 year old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she did because they weren't really, Like, they didn't, like, grow up super, super well. Like... No. And the other part of that, too, is I think you tend to... I mean, I'm not a parent, so it's not like I'm speaking from experience, but I would think you tend to probably want to discipline the opposite of the way your parents did Mm -hmm. because you probably didn't necessarily like it. So for Scott, his parents didn't give him any boundaries or rules, so he wants boundaries and rules for his kids. And Courtney was saying her father was very strict and there are a lot of guidelines and rules so I could see her wanting to do the opposite of that too but I think there's probably a middle ground that yeah they would find yeah I I just feel like that whole conversation and like also Chris wasn't jumping in to like say anything like no one was jumping in and it was just very awkward especially because it was like Jonathan's dinner thing was it his birthday or was it for his name? It was for his name. Can we talk about the fact? I was Is so confused. Is that actually, like, did he legally change his name? That's what I was very confused about. I was like, wait, what? Can we please come again? <laughs> Is he actually changing his name to Food God? And is it just Food God? Is it Food God Chebin? Is it Food God Jonathan Chebin? What is the order? I know. I was very confused. when, And they, like, kind of, like, brushed it on, like... They said it so casually that it was just a normal thing that people do in their everyday life. Like, I'm going to go and change my name to Food God now. Like, no, that's not something that normal, sane people do. Like, when I had to change my name when I got married, it was a fucking process. There was forms I had to fill out with the Social Security Administration office, and I had to prove that my new last name was my new last name because I got married. How is he proving 
that food god has anything to do with himself. To be fair, though, he probably has a lot of assistants that were doing all of that for him. That is true. He, he made that very clear, very clear. Very clear when he said, I don't do paperwork. I have assistants that do paperwork. <laughs> My mom doesn't even do paperwork. I, I have someone to do that for her. Okay, Jonathan, or food god, sorry. I, I need to... Someone needs to find those papers because it's all public records. So it's just bizarre. It's like if I were to change my name to Margarita Addict and that's it. I'm now Margarita Addict. Please only refer to me as that. Can you imagine? It just says it on all of your signatures Margarita Addict. No one would take, like, if you have to fly and you present a passport that says first, last name God, first name food. <laughs> Is it one word or two? Is it two? I don't know. Does he only have a first name now? Is he trying to be like... Is he last name unknown? <laughs> last name unknown. He's trying to be like Cher. Just food god. <laughs> I don't understand it. I didn't I didn't know if she was kidding. Like, I honestly couldn't get a read. I couldn't either. But I, you know, I saw an article saying that he was changing his name. Or it was something along the lines of Jonathan Chebin to legally change his name next month when the paperwork goes through. So I sincerely feel... Like, he was changing his name legally to Food God. He's going to regret that one day in his life. When he's 80 years old. Because it's also not like he's super young and making a stupid mistake. It's like, you're legally, like, in the eyes of the U.S. government, changing your name to Food God. Does it do his taxes say Food God? Oh my God, he gets on turbo tax. <laughs> I'm just like, welcome back, Food God. <laughs> I kind of love it, but it's terrible. I love it, but it's terrible. But that's reality TV. He also thinks he's, like, way bigger than he actually is. Like, that's him freaking out because he had to do the thing on the iPad and take a picture to get into Kim's house. It's like, Kim is, like, multiple levels more famous than you, sir. So if you want to go see Kim, sign the fucking NDA. If they ask you to sign it one more time, sign it. Like... You are not this, like, super diva that is coming into this house. He really threw a bitch fit about having to sign all the paperwork. Really, it's not that hard. No, it's on an iPad. It's not like they're handing you 30 pages and you have to sign. It's like, no, scroll, sign, scroll, sign. It's not that complex. So, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to take it down. Maybe just one notch. Chris Jenner. <laughs> Did teach her a lesson about the security. I honestly thought it was true. It was too far. <laughs> it was too far when she was like, let me pull up the security footage. Like, that would be my first thought of, like, something went down. Let me make sure, like, it actually happened. And pulling up the security footage and finding out, like, shoot, this person did get tackled and it did look like her. It really did. And I am kind of amazed that she hired a body double to play her and she hired... A fake ambulance and fake medics. It was the commitment was amazing. It was a hundred, but the prank it was too far. <laughs> she truly, like she truly thought that her security team had injured her mother and her neck was hurting and something. It serious. made great TV though. Like I was freaking out. I was like, "How are they so fucking stupid? Everyone knows who Chris Jenner is. If you're working for Kim, you know what Chris looks like. Like, why would you tackle this woman?" And then in my head, I was like. Why was she in the backyard? Like, how did she skip security and was just wandering the backyard? But I don't understand why it's such an issue that she just can't go in the front door. Like, Chloe was saying to her, 
you can get in without having to do clearance every time. You just have to walk in the front door like a normal person instead of coming through the backyard, which logically makes sense. Yeah, she doesn't want to be seen. Too famous. I mean, listen, why would you not come through the front door? I don't come in your back door. If you don't come in my back door, you don't it would be weird. Hop a fence to get into my back door. So true. That would really be a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of like vines and stuff. It would not be. I could hop your back fence. So. You could. I mean, you could open it. It opens. So oh, that is true. Mine does not open. <laughs> you could open the gate, but it would be a little strange. Be like, why is she coming in my back door? But it would be honestly a little scary too. A little jarring. What is this know, person doing? My cousins like. I'll just go through the back, like open the gate. But it's also they're not in. Hundreds of acres of land. Yeah, to come out of nowhere. Yeah. No. Anything happening, keeping up, that we haven't talked about? Their wine tour, I was very jealous of. It looked fun. It looked like a lot of fun. Kylie and Chloe, and throwing Chris into the mix, like, seem like some of the best people to hang out with if you want to have a good time. Yes. I would live for that kind of lifestyle where I can hop a plane, go to for Napa the day. for the day, and come back and put my children to bed. Yeah. No, that was great. <laughs> On another level. That's the type of wealthy I aspire to be that I will never be. Do you think Kylie and Jordan will ever become friends again? I don't think so. I think that their family is so tight. Tight. Their family is so tight, and the loyalty in that family runs so deep yeah. that once you betray them... You don't come back from that. I don't... I could see them, like, coming into each other. Like, Kylie didn't, in that scene, like, didn't wipe it off the table. She was like, she was in my life for a reason. She's not in my life for a reason. But it didn't seem like it was a forever thing. So, I could see them maybe in, like, two or three years reconnecting, but not to the extent to the that they were before. I could... The only way I could see it is... I would say years down the line, maybe if Jordan gets married and she has kids of her own and then they... Yeah, you grow feel, when that yeah, happens. And they feel like they want to connect because they're both mothers and they can connect on that level again. But I don't I don't know. I don't see it in the next few years. Uh, I, feel, I feel bad for Kylie. I feel bad, honestly bad for everybody in that situation except for Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Tristan deserved it. He did. Even... Even Jordan, and I know I said this before, but I feel bad for the immense amount of hate that she got. Yeah, being I can only see that. 21. Except when you have friends that are that famous, you should know that. Like, you're no longer just any other 21-year-old at that point. You are Jordan Woods, BFFs with Kylie Jenner. You're not just Jordan Woods, casual friend of someone famous twice removed like you know the consequences of doing something in the media especially like the era we live in I just feel bad for her I mean it doesn't even if she's friends with Kylie Jenner who's this uber famous person her brain I mean she's still not developed as a person regardless of how mature or not mature Kylie is I don't know and her father died when she was younger, didn't she? He? I have no idea. I think, he, I think her father died when she was younger. He was actually, I'm pretending like I don't know any backstory. He was a producer on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is how she's so close with, with Will Smith yeah. and Jada. 
because her father worked on that show. I don't know if he's a producer or if he was just on the crew or something, but that's how they're so tight-knit is because of her father, and then he passed away, and so they sort of look after her like like a daughter because she doesn't have her father. Yeah. So I feel like she has a lot of deep-rooted issues. She probably has some sort of daddy issues. She probably does, but I don't feel that bad for her because of the mistakes you make when you have when you're in the spotlight like that and you have friends like that are amplified and that's a risk you know going into any situation that you're going into. I know. I just feel bad for everybody in the situation. <laughs> Again, except for Tristan Thompson. He got what he deserved because he's made this, this mistake not once, but probably multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Think about it. We we only knew about two occasions when he cheated on Chloe. Oh, there's probably Dozens. hundreds. Yes. Like, it was, every weekend he was away, there was probably something going on. You know what? The other thing that they said on the show that I didn't agree with is they were talking about how stories come out in the media. And they're like, do you, want, do you think we want these stories to come out? But they control the media to a point. They, they I think can, they trade stories. I think they trade stories when it is a story that's going to, like, take that's spotlight better. off. Yeah, that's better. But I think the ones that they were, were referring to were the ones that were along the lines of, like, stealing men. Because it always seems to line up that the men are getting out of relationships that are really long relationships. Or there's, like, baby, daddy, mama, drama in them, and then they're all of a sudden with the Kardashians. So I think those stories are the ones that they don't want out. Agreed. But I don't, I don't feel like they look as bad as the other, I don't think it's a Chloe thing, I think it's a Tristan thing. I think that, yeah. I think that he was with his previous girlfriend, baby mama, whatever, when he started dating Chloe, whether she knew or not, I don't know, but I don't think she's a homewrecker or boyfriend, baby daddy stealer. No, I don't, I don't know, because it's like, every guy, though, like, every guy one of the Kardashians goes for is just getting out of a serious relationship. Like, if we were to map out everyone, there would be some sort of serious relationship in their very, like, very distant past. It's all very strange. But I feel like even the major news that comes out that they don't necessarily want to be out, they still control, I think they still control to an extent on what that message looks like. What the message looks like, or if they really don't want something out, they'll throw something out. Like, yes, they'll, Chris has a file and she is on standby of like, okay, that story's going to do that much damage. Here's another one taking all eyes off of them. So they're on the ready. Chris yeah. Jenner is an extremely intelligent businesswoman, and she definitely knows how to control the narrative. Oh, yeah. Whether they, whether they say that or not, she knows how to control whatever they're talking about. Yeah. And either make it a thing or not. They wouldn't be on the air for this long. If, no. Yeah. If she would. didn't, if she wasn't talented. And not for nothing. I mean, good or bad, these are the stories that are keeping them relevant. And I would say, aside from Kylie, it's what keeps their career alive. Yeah. Poosh, I mean, like, Courtney, love her. Poosh is not going to sustain her. It's not going to sustain her, but it's what she's passionate about, yes. so I'm going to give her that. And I don't know, my cousin Matthew fucking loves Poosh, but he's goop, 
all the way with everything and like pushes all that all natural shit. So I I'll give her credit for it. She's passionate about it. It's something that she's interested in, but she needs these other stories for Poosh to stay relevant. Oh, yeah. I don't think Poosh is not a, at this point is not a self-sustaining model or business without she's no the other relevance. No. Uh, but they they all need these stories to be out and about because people need to be constantly talking about them for them to be relevant, oh, yeah. to be making money. Aside from, I would say, Kylie, because if the show were to go away, she has Kylie Cosmetics, and that would absolutely sustain her. Yeah. And I don't think, story or not, that's going to change. No, not at all. Not at all. But I'm excited for this week's episode. Not really sure what's on it. Didn't watch the preview, but I'm excited for it. There's always something. Always. I think the thing with the Kardashians is they have these parts of the episodes that are action-packed and exciting, and then they gotta sort of have these filler moments oh, yeah. that I could live without. Like the, from, not last week's, but the week before, them eating burgers. Or no, yeah. what did they, they went to Froyo. Her yeah. and Jonathan, like, so okay, random. I don't need to see you go to Froyo. I, I had Froyo last night, like... It's not, it's not that exciting. exciting it's not exciting to me. That's the thing that I can do. Yeah. Every day if I wanted to. Yeah. Like, if you went to, like, a Froyo place, but with, like, caviar or something like that, maybe I want to see that, but it was just regular frozen yogurt. Or when they're sitting at their tables eating a salad. Yeah. I don't need to see, see eating a salad. One, it's not exciting. No. Two, it reminds me that I should be eating more salads. <laughs> it's just, it's not for me and I don't need the content. No. But... Those little moments that, like, grab you in, it makes the salad eating and the fro-yo buying and the burger eating worth it, so. Definitely. One thing I am excited about, Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer. We watched it right before we started recording. It is so action-packed. My only worry is that they're going to show all of the... it. The trailer had a lot of the same scenes. Like, it, a lot seemed like in that one area where she was pulling the hair. Mm-hmm. A lot seemed to be centered around that. But I'm really excited. And I haven't watched New Jersey in a while. So. Really? I didn't watch last season. Maybe I should catch up. I think you should watch last season. Last season was pretty good. I think that Jersey had a lull for a few seasons. When, That's why I stopped watching it. Yeah, when Amber was on and the twins. Yeah. Not for me. I, That's it exactly when I stopped watching it. When the twins got I was like, eh, mm, yeah. <laughs> no, and even when Dina came back, as much as I love Dina, I don't think her heart was in it. Yeah. So it, it wasn't the Jersey that we know and love. This season, though, seems like the Jersey that we know. Like, table-flipping Jersey is back, so... That moment, I feel like that is the first moment that was really iconic in the Housewife franchise. Oh, yeah. I New York was a great season. OC was good in its own right because it was really the first of its kind and it was so interesting. But that first table flipping moment, that was like the table flip heard around the world. Everyone knows it. Like Everyone. Even if you have never watched one episode of a Housewife episode. You know that scene. Like... It will go down in housewife history, and, like, my college did pop culture classes, and, like, I could see those moments being in those classes, like, and I think this season will do something along those lines, so. It's just, it's iconic, and it's such, those lines are so, I so quotable, it's, yeah, at any moment. 
you were engaged 19 times? <laughs> Prostitution whore? So iconic. You know what? And as much as I dislike Danielle Staub, because I truly do, <clears throat> I think she has a lot of issues that she never worked through and she's never going to get rid of. But she brings content. Yeah, and that's what Housewives needs to be sustainable. Like, they need content bringers instead of people that are just going to kind of be on the show and fill space and Mm -hmm. not really be bought into it. But I think New York with Bethany leaving, Mm -hmm. R.I.P., like... I'm still going to watch the show. I'm still going to be invested. I've always been invested in New York. I love New York. But Bethany leaving has made me so upset. Like, I don't know what's going to fill the void of Bethany on the show because she's the one that, like, keeps it real and keeps people not in line, but, no, keeps people in line. Like, she is that person, and I don't know what's going to happen with, like, her not being on the show and Sonia and Ramona and, like, the people on the show, like, need that person. She holds people accountable. Yeah. For the things they say and they do. And, I mean, she also has iconic moments. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I that's what I live for in the housewives. There are things that I can just throw out and quote, and hopefully somebody gets them. Yeah. So hopefully somebody understands what I'm saying. But it's just, like, so many things from Bethany are iconic. Her moments in Scary Island. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That was, that's honestly, for me, the best episode of Real Housewives of New York franchise ever is Scary Island. That was just an iconic episode. But as much as I, I mean, I love Bethany and I feel like it's probably not going to be the same show. I love Sonya Morgan. Oh yeah. She is so, such an entertaining person and I don't even think she's really trying that hard. No, I don't. She's just being herself. Like, she's totally just being herself. (laughs) She's just such an interesting woman and has such an interesting past and mm-hmm. all the things that she does now. Love Dorinda. I think I she- don't know. Dorinda gets on my nerves. Like, she's hit or miss for me. So, the season before this last season, hated Dorinda. Mm-hmm. This season, love Dorinda. So, like, she she flows. She ebbs she and goes flows. Up. Yeah. But did you see her and John Medeskian separated? They broke up. Did they? Mm-hmm. Which is very that. interesting because she seemed very okay with their lifestyle, but I'm wondering if he maybe wanted more commitment, she, more yeah, time. Yeah, she didn't. And she didn't because she seemed very She liked her. Yeah, she liked the way that she was living yes. her life. Very, like, you know, we see each other two or three days a week and now it's it. She didn't want to live with him. She didn't even want his stuff in her apartment. She didn't even want his toothbrush. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so I don't think that she wanted the full commitment that he wanted, which... No. I could see, after how many years, and if you're really invested in somebody, I could see why you would want that. Oh, yeah. No, that's sad, but, I mean... I think they'll, they'll be okay. They'll, yeah, they'll be okay. But, I'm excited for New Jersey. I have to watch the other franchises. Yeah. I feel like I need to watch Potomac. Potomac brings content. Because we live in Maryland. But, I cannot relate to... <laughs> Their lifestyle in Maryland because it's so different than my lifestyle in Maryland. Well, you could probably relate to Robbins <laughs> because she lives in Hanover. In Baltimore City. In Baltimore <laughs> City. Um, but you have to watch Dallas. Yeah. I was watching Dallas before I came over, and there's a scene where this woman, Deandra, is sitting at the table. They're in Mexico, and she is drunk as a skunk. 
It was so funny. The woman lands like, why don't we go back to the van and just wait for everybody? And Dan just like, there's a van? And Dan goes, yes, we came here in a van. And then D'Angelo starts just starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> like it's the funniest thing that there's a van. It was it was gold. I have to watch it. That, I'm gonna start watching all of them. I can't have my favorites. I need to watch all of them. Uh, I can talk through all of them. So Dallas is gold. Dallas is very underrated. If you're gonna not watch one, I wouldn't watch OC. OC is just Yeah. It's not it hasn't been good. I can't get into it. I used to watch OC. OC. Then I stopped watching OC. Because it does the thing that all housewives do. It goes on a lull, and it's like, eh, not invested in them. I'm kind of kind of take a break, and then you never get back. Well, that's a problem. It's once you take a break for too long, then you, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, you can't get back into it. It's hard. And OC has been on a lull for, I think, the past few seasons. I think they either just need to cut the cord, which I think would be hard because that was their first yeah. franchise. I don't think they will. I think they need a refresh. Yeah. Every, all new people. Yes, everybody on the show, which is strange because the women on the other franchises are probably around the same age. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they just, their content is more interesting. Yeah. And it's more relatable, I guess. I don't know. The, the OC women just, the, the storylines they're coming up with lately are just these random storylines that it's, they're so contrived. It's like you're trying to make something work instead of just having an interesting life. Yeah, no, I can see that. I'll have to get on it, start watching it. Not this weekend, but... <laughs> There's no time this weekend. There's no time this week. We're, we're, Ted and I are going to Philly on Saturday. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That's such a busy weekend. Casey has me... Casey wants me to go to this um housewarming party for one of her co-workers, and I'm still undecided. <laughs> Half of me would like is like, well, maybe there'll be some attractive men there. That <laughs> which is would be a reason to go. <laughs> an incentive, but then I'm like, okay, but am I going to actually talk to any of these attractive men? If you have enough is, alcohol. Is anything going to actually come from this? Some white claw courage. <laughs> Some white claw courage. I don't know. I, I'm debating. You should just go. But then it's like, I'm going to this party where I literally know nobody except for Casey. White claw courage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... Ugh, I'm, I have such mixed emotions about it, but... We'll have Either fun way. on Sunday, though. We're going to so. have fun on Sunday. So I guess even if it's, like, a trash time, okay, not to insult anybody, but if I have a trash time, <laughs> it won't be a trash time. But if I have a trash time, we're still going to have fun on Sunday, so. Well, you know, I'm going, well, no, Saturday I have brunch with my friends from college in the morning. Wait, that You have something else, too? Brunch on Saturday, too? Oh, yeah, we're going to this place. I don't know if you've been there. It's called Five and Dime up in, I think, Hamden, Baltimore. Um, I've heard of it. It's supposed to be really good. They have a Bloody Mary bar, everything. So going to brunch at 10.30, 10.45. Then Ted's picking me up. We're driving to Philadelphia for Ted's sister's 30th birthday. Then I have to come back that night when we usually stay over when we do things like that because we have Sunday in the country. That's such a tight schedule. You are booked to the max. Yeah. Should have taken Monday off. <laughs> you really should have taken Monday off. I'm not even that busy, but I was like, I'm taking it off. But I, I have so many days left that I'm going to lose if I don't. So that's why yeah. I really took it off. That makes sense. Well, what was your favorite moment? My, fa- You know what? My favorite moment didn't actually come from an episode. It came from the New Jersey trailer 
when <laughs> Margaret goes, she's a yeast infection of a person. Or she's a walking yeast she's infection. She's a walking yeast infection. I can't wait to hear the context of behind that. that line because it's already iconic and the season's not even out yet. And it didn't even start. Those are the lines that, I'm serious, those are just the lines that I live for that you can quote back in whatever situation it's necessary or relevant to. I mean, when we were even watching it upstairs, Ted was like, that was mean. <laughs> it's so funny. That was really funny. I am so excited for that season. What was your favorite moment? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it was kind of just like a wash week. Like there was nothing super exciting or iconic or anything on here. Probably if I had to pick, it would be either Jonathan changing his name to Food God or the Kris Jenner of it all with the body double tackling, (laughs) calling a fake ambulance. Like I was terrified, edge of my seat. So I can only imagine what Kim was feeling in that moment. That was good. It was a, it was a dark prank. It was entertaining to watch. If it, it happened so to me, I would be pissed. I would be so mad. But then, like, a, a few weeks go by, and then you can laugh about it. So I'm sure she's watching it back laughing about it. Yeah, then it would be funny after the fact, not in the moment. No. No, 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 no. I would freak out. But yeah, besides, like, nothing else, like, super exciting happened. I feel like this is the, like, lull week because it's also, like, when all the other regular TV shows start back up, so they can't put out something super exciting. So, but yeah, nothing else. X on the Beach tonight. Probably not going to watch it tonight. Watch it tomorrow. (laughs) I don't even remember what the trailer was. I don't know if I watched the trailer because I watch it on the app and sometimes they don't have They the don't have the trailer yeah. on the app. I I only watched it on the app and that's why I never know what's going to happen next week. So, yeah, so it'll be a, a surprise. surprise. Kardashians, I don't remember seeing a trailer. But oh, you know what it is? I watched it's, it on the app so I didn't see the trailer. You know what it is? They're going to whatever trip they're going on and Scott's inviting Sophia and Sophia's coming. So that should be interesting actually to see because their we all, dynamic. Yeah. That will be really interesting. I, I hope Scott and Sophia work out, but... I think that they will work out to a point. If she wants kids, it's such an age gap. I mean, listen, you I don't think... You don't think he'll have kids again? I don't know if he would have kids with another woman. I don't know how that would work out. And it's such an age gap where, obviously, men can have children. Whenever. In, whenever. But I don't know if it's a question of, like, will he have children whenever? And also, will he have children with another person? I could see Scott, though. Like, I know the Kardashians have talked about it before. Of Like, I want the father to be the same. Because when the whole Tristan thing happened, that came up. But I could see Scott, if he truly loves Sophia and wants to make her happy, having kids with her. I think that would be the only deal breaker. Where if he, to him, that's not on the table. I... And she really, truly wants kids. You think they'll break up? I could. That would, to me, be the okay. only reason. Let's take that now. I think he'll have kids. I don't think. I don't see him having kids with Sophia. I think that would be hard on his family dynamic. I think it would be hard on his co-parenting relationship with Courtney. And I think he has so much love and respect for Courtney. I don't think it will happen. You guys heard it first. If they have kids, 
I win this bet. <laughs> Let's come back in five years. Yeah, it will definitely be like five years. <laughs> but we have nothing else. That was our episode for today. Excited for this week because there's going to be a lot more TV drama because I think 90 Days kind of winding down or getting close to the end of the season. And that's kind of when they're like, oh, this secret's here, this secret's there. And like, New Jersey is starting soon. I think a lot of the TV is now starting up again. So, And you have to get into the challenge. I know. I keep meaning to. The episode this past week, every episode so far has been intense and so unpredictable. It's I have to watch such it. good TV right now. Mark Jansen tweets all the time about the challenge. So I have to watch it because he brought me in on his Instagram stories. But... <laughs> I will try to capture gold tonight on my phone from Aubrey O'Day and Mark Jansen going at it like cats and dogs. So. So that's it for this week. So tune in next week and we will recap the same shows. Maybe add some more. Maybe something extreme will happen in the news. And follow us on Instagram at the weekly spill. Mm -hmm. We don't have a Twitter but don't want Twitter fingers out there. So It's too dangerous. Too dangerous. But have a great week. I know we will at Sunday in the Country, so we'll recap that next week. And thanks for listening. <laughs>